Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I am Lilith. And I am Eli. And... We are finally back on track, I guess. After last episode, kind of turned into a shit show in my opinion. I mean, isn't that really how all our episodes go? Eh, that's true. This is very true. But we're finally back on track. We've got we've got everything planned out for the next bunch of episodes, including today. So including today. let's go ahead and get started with our usual recap. What uh, what's what have you been watching, Eli? Um, I watched the first two episodes of that Uzaki Chan show. How's that? Uh, it's not bad. It's basically Gabriel Dropout, but set in college and with panty shots. And uh, a very fitting comparison, because the main character reminds me of Satanya, and I hate her so much, like I hate Satanya. <laughs> and then I found out she is in fact voiced by the same person who voiced Satanya. You know, I thought she sounded familiar from the uh, from the clips I've seen. She's just uh, an older... Uh, bigger boobs, Satanya, and not a demon. She... I guess she's less dickish than Satanya. That doesn't seem physically possible. But uh, not much to say about it. <laughs> and then I watch. I watched Evil Dead. Good movie. Nice. That's that's the I watched the original Evil Dead, the ah. nineteen eighty one version with uh, Bruce Campbell. Ah. And then I binge watched all of Dance in the Vampire Bund. Oh yes, I remember this. <laughs> Did you you binge you binge watched it right? Whole thing in one day. Ugh, you poor bastard. Uh. I started watching it. I'm like, okay, this show is weird and messed up, but I mean, it's it's going places. It's using its concept. It's interesting. That was, that lasted the first half. Uh, then in the second half, uh, it was still interesting. It was still using its concept, but it's like a train wreck of just. Terrible decisions. <laughs> I was just sitting there screaming at my TV. <laughs> at first, I'm like, oh, I was gonna say, like, oh, you know, it's 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 a show that has a lot of issues, but is probably underrated. Uh, then I then you know again, uh, having watched that second half, my God, I don't. I would not recommend this show to anyone. Would you recommend, like, just the first half? I get The thing is, is that even the second half, despite how... <laughs> it was... Uh, it still wasn't boring. I mean, that's the least you can ask of a series. <laughs> it, it was definitely going places with what it was using. Were any it of those was... places worth going to? <laughs> 
it went a lot of very strange places, but at the very least, it didn't just go to strange places to go to strange places. It's, uh... Okay. <sighs> <laughs> I I don't think I. It's like it's like it's like I want to say it's like our our except this one doesn't look like absolute crap. So if it just looked like absolute crap, it would be way would more be, fun. It would be like Arafreda, yes. Alright. Fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> what did uh, what did you do this week? Let's see here. Well, I've mostly been keeping up with uh, the seasonal seasonal anime. Decadence, Age Eros. Uh, all that good stuff. Uh, planning to get back into uh, and rewatch uh, Ranma One Half. It's been it's been fucking years since I watched that show. I I remember enjoying it, but it's gonna be interesting because I originally watched it dubbed, and so now I'm going back and watching it subbed. Um. And besides that, I've been uh, I've been rewatching Symphogear again. I started re I started a rewatch a while ago, but then I got distracted, as I do. As you do. And so now I'm back on it. I'm. I, I've got nothing better to do, so I'm just rewatching it. Oh. Uh, and I also the other night I caught back I caught up with ReZero, one of the, the other uh, seasonal anime that's going on. And goddamn, episode four of season two was really good. What? Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> You've heard that. I've heard a lot of people freaking out about it. It's so good. Why is White Fox? so inconsistent with their quality <laughs> like I know I know this is an adaptation so they didn't like write the story but they did all the directing for a lot of this the yeah, animation but to be stuff our friend was an adaptation too <laughs> I know all of their things are adaptations all but one coming soon okay I'll do that next week <laughs> Oh, but yeah, episode four was really good. Everything, everything before that was just kind of meh. I was like, oh yeah, this is ReZero. This is ReZero season two. It's more. And then episode four, I was like, well, fuck. You don't have the right to just drop that on me, ReZero. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, I wish I had another Gundam series to talk about, but unfortunately, I started watching Gundam Seed last week, and I dropped it. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of Gundam Seed. Not a fan of Gundam Seed. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Guess uh, 
we should get on to the main topic today. The main topic today. Kind of, it's kind of hard to segue today. I don't know why. Well, today our main topic is part of our uh, our, our ongoing effort to live up to the and stuff part of our name. Verily. Uh, so today we are going to be talking about Titanfall 2 and why you should play it. I mean, if if you're looking at the title, if you're not just, you know, running all of these on a loop, then you probably saw the title. And so you, you already know this is about Titanfall 2. <sighs> Meta joke. Regardless, Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2. Great game. Fucking love it. I mean, yeah. Uh, that's really all you need to know is it's I, a it's a fucking great game. <laughs> I think I've actually only played like two first person shooters like since. Well, well I guess Apex Legends, but yeah. that doesn't count. That's just an evolution of the Titanfall formula. Well, eh. it's, it's literally Titanfall two battle royale, but in the future. Yeah. Okay, so we should probably uh, cover the premise of Titanfall, for those who don't know. Okay, well, broad strokes, the premise are is there's these things called Titans, and they fall? <laughs> okay, might be a bit, bit too reductive. Okay, so, since I'm the only one among here who actually played Titanfall 1, here's, here's the backstory. In the future... Humanity went to space. Revolutionary, space. I know. And in space, uh, they created cool, like, uh, mecha called Titans. And they can be used for uh, pretty much anything. Agriculture, industry, combat. Mostly combat. That's mostly what we focus on. What were we saying? I was going to say, when you mentioned that they're for a variety of uses, I saw in the opening, like, cinematic for Titanfall 2 that they were being used for agriculture. Yeah. They're, like, carrying uh, bales of wheat and stuff. Good stuff, good stuff. Because we all know that why use a combine harvester when you can use a giant robot? Obviously. Giant robots are just better. Anyway, so the company that made all of the giant robots uh, called, well, they were Hammond Robotics, and then they became the uh, Interstellar Mining Corporation, or the IMC. They're the IMC, that's really all you need to know. They're the bad guys, because they're big and corporate and cold. And it's sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's sci-fi and they're a corporation, so obviously they're evil. The good guys, for some measure of good, are the, uh, the Frontier Militia who fight the IMC to kick them out of the uh, of the frontier, the area of space where the games take place. So, long story short for the plot of Titanfall 1 is... Uh, a dude came out of retirement, kicked some ass, went out in a blaze of glory, and... yeah. And now we're in Titanfall 2, a few years later. 
Okay, so yeah, that's more or less the premise. So, Titanfall 2. Yes. It's uh, where things really pick up. I did not play Titanfall 1. Yes. As I established. I've barely played Titan. Well, I haven't. I've I've played Titanfall 2's campaign three times. That's a respectable amount. And then I've spent like I don't know six hours on multiplayer. Yeah, I, I've spent I've spent a bit longer than you, on both. Uh, anyway, so we'll just uh, we're not going to recap. The, uh, we're not going to summarize the campaign, mostly because we think yeah, you should definitely go play it for yourself. Check it out. It's really cool. Um, but basically, the at the start excuse of the me, campaign... Sorry. Huh? I said, excuse me. Oh, okay. So basically, at the start of the campaign, you are a grunt, a just a regular rifleman named Jack, Jack Cooper, who's being trained as a pilot. And on your... Uh, on the first mission in the game, everything goes to shit. It's... The, the campaign's not too long. Uh, it's pretty comfortable size. Uh, if you don't play it on like master difficulty then it, it goes by pretty quickly I made sure to I made sure to replay it before we talked about it this week no did you did you not I did not I did play the multiplayer yes I, I remember I was there <laughs> I kicked ass took names we shot a fish in a barrel. We shot a we shot a fish in a barrel. Well, we we shot a guy named Fish in a Barrel. I ran around with a smart with a smart pistol. That was fun. Okay, so let's start by just so favorite level from the campaign. Uh, obviously, the time travel one. Obviously, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It goes without saying that the time, the uh, it's called effect and cause. It's uh, mid midway through the campaign. It is a lot of fun. You get Super fun. you get this. Uh, you basically get a. So normally you have the special ability to cloak, go invisible, and not, and all the enemies can't see you anymore. Now you kind of still have that, but whenever you use it, you're transported to another time. Like a specific time. There's only two timelines. Basically, you use it, and you can run around in the other timeline without affecting the first timeline. I'm kind of... I'm probably explaining it poorly, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. And it's also one of the first missions where you actually get to use the Mastiff, which is my favorite gun in the game. You also get to use the satchel charges. Yes. Actually, is that like the only level you get to use satchel charges? It is charges the on? only level where you get to use satchel charges. That is so weird. 
then again, hardly anybody uses satchel charges in the multiplayer anyways, so... I love throwing a satchel charge, uh, going to a different timeline, where the satchel charge no longer is, running, like, away, going back to the original timeline, and then detonating the satchel charge. <laughs> nice. Ugh. I, I can't believe we completely forgot to mention this, but... So, Titanfall 2 is a first-person shooter, obviously. But one of the biggest things it adds to the formula is uh, double jumping and wall running. And if you played Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, you're probably... Wait, did Infinite Warfare have that? Yes. Technically. <laughs> if you played Infinite Warfare, you're probably like, oh yeah, it's... It's, you know, not not that interesting. No, this this shit is hype. This shit is hype. You are a speeding bullet of death as you run along the walls, jump through the air, flip, flip over a titan, shoot a guy in the face, land on another wall, then grappling hook over to another building, around the building, and then kick a guy and kick another guy in the face. That is something that you can do in the game. That is something I have done in the game. <sighs> the, the the one of the one of the other reasons why affecting causes such a good mission is because uh, you have to free run while time traveling. Yes. You have to jump off a platform in one timeline, time travel in midair, to where there's another platform in a new timeline, hit that one, jump off that one, and so forth and so on. So, and then of course there's the ending of that mission where you have to repeatedly travel to between the two timelines in order to not get splattered across like a wall. Yeah. It's awesome. Fucking awesome. Of course, my, my second favorite mission is another one that really demonstrates the movement. It's that one where you gotta fix a satellite dish. Yeah, I think that's literally right after Affecting Cause. That is literally right after Affecting Cause. I don't remember what uh, it's called, but yeah, I that mission is really good as well. Because you're, like you uh, you're on like a construction jantry area. I'm, sp I'm specifically thinking of right before that, where you have to, where you're inside the power facility. Oh, yeah, the power facility. And you have to do crazy flips through, like, the air currents and stuff. Oh, yeah. That is pretty, that is pretty sweet. Then, then you take the, uh, the arc tool from the, uh, from Marvin, and he looks sad. And it's hilarious. Stupid robot. The first time, the first time I played that level, I, uh, I did, I murdered the Marvin. I didn't even realize that there was like a button prompt to take it from him, take the thing from him. I just I just killed him, without even thinking about it. It's it's, it's much harder to talk about games. Than, it is. Uh, well, it it kind of is. Uh, I mean, yeah. So the the campaign, you mentioned it. You you start off as just a vague nobody. You're thrown into the cockpit of a giant robot, and you have to do what comes naturally when 
you're in the cockpit of a giant robot. Wholesale slaughter. I was going to say cry and get yelled at by your dad, but... <laughs> Took me like half a second to get that. Uh... You can you have, and you can so you can upgrade the giant robot. Well, you can change the loadout of the giant robot, and there is a samurai giant robot weapon kit. Ronin, where you run around with a freaking katana or whatever. Giant fucking that like metal shoots sword. lightning. It's awesome. I mean, there's there's hardly anything in this game that doesn't kind of make you go, "That's awesome." There there is no weapon loadout for the, your Titan that I've that you don't use. I mean everyone has their favorite that they prefer, but yeah. in the in the campaign every every loadout is more or less decent is more or less viable for any situation. Yeah. Well, most of the time. Um I can think There's... of the one boss fight with uh Viper. You can't use yes. you can't really use Scorch against him. That one that 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 boss fight's a bitch in a half. That is a pain in the ass. The first time I played Titanfall 2, it took me like three times to beat him. It's he's not a particularly really use... hard boss fight though. Sorry. So you can't really use Ronin either. Oh yeah, that's true. You have to you kinda have to use one of the long range loadouts. But I mean you got you got you know, like Scorch, which is just all about that fire. I love Scorch so much. Uh, Scorch it, is it my main in multiplayer, personally. <laughs> it shoots thermite grenades. It shoots exploding thermite gas grenades, and it just like pounds the ground and fire. sends fire everywhere. And also, you can summon fire in your hand to block projectiles. Yes, you can create a freaking magma shield. It's it's awesome. Scorch is great. He is my highest rated titan in multiplayer. Like several like a couple dozen generations ahead of all the other titans. Let's see, what's the other titans? Let's see. Let's let's let's, let's talk about the titans. There's the f first one you get. I don't remember what it's called. Uh the first one in the campaign, or yeah, I'm talking about I'm talking about specifically the campaign. Oh, okay. Uh, the first one you get that's not uh, the default expedition. No, I'm saying loadout. the default oh, expedition. Yeah, the yeah, that's what it expedition. was. Yeah. yeah, you expedition. get a uh, chain gun or like a machine gun. You get like a 20, 30 millimeter friggin' rifle. Yeah, <laughs> you get a, a rocket pod and a vortex shield. Really cool thing because it uh, it takes. You can catch enemy projectiles in the vortex shield and then release it and send them flying back at them. Nothing, nothing quite as uh, what's the satisfying as catching a tone's uh, salvo core and throwing it back at them, and you take barely any damage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying, yeah. yeah. Uh, Vortex is a very, very nice shield. And then next... Then you get, you get Scorch after that. Uh, no, the next loadout is actually Tone. It is? Yeah. You fight is a Is the one with the Gauss sniper rifle? No, it's... The Tone is the one with the 40mm cannon. 
Right. Or sixty? I don't. I don't know. It's a big. It's a big gun that fires pretty slowly. It? It's a big gun, and Tone's whole thing is lock on. Yeah. Every every time you shoot an enemy, it generates a partial lock on the target. And you have another ability that can uh, show where your enemies are and also generate a lock on enemy titans. And if you get three locks, three partial locks, then you can uh, let loose a flurry of uh, missiles at the enemy. And you also have a shield, uh, a stationary shield. Tone is one of the more balanced titan loadouts in multiplayer. Uh... I say balance. Uh, when the game first came out, the only people who used Tone was Tryhards, because it was it was really good at the time. I actually don't know why. Probably just because it has a, a pretty basic loadout. It's not too complicated to use. I don't know. Let's see. What was the what was the next? What was the next loadout uh, you got? Scorch. Yes. Yes, I think think you're right. The flamey boy. Yeah. Flame boy. Yeah. And we already talked about Scorch, so I think you get Ion next. I think you get Ion next. So Ion is That's the one with the X ray laser. Yeah, with the laser and it also has that's, a Vortex Shield. That's the one with the Gauss sniper rifle, right? No. Also no. Which is the one with the Gauss North sniper Star. rifle? North Star. Yeah. That's the one that can fly, yes. right? I guess we'll talk about North Star. Yeah, Ion. Nobody cares about Ion. Some people swear by it. Uh, I don't care. I find Ion uh, useful. It's alright. Particularly at the in in the like second, the, particularly in like the last mission where you're, or like the second to last mission where you're storming the building, and you got oh, yeah, yeah. and there's that wide open space at the beginning. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I find it particularly useful there. That's fair. That's fair enough. Um, Ion's yeah, another um, one that's just a pretty a pretty good baseline. No specialties. Uh, we, we got the North Star up next, which is... In multiplayer, it's a lot more fragile. But it, gain, it has the ability to fly, uh, set tether mines, and it has a giant fuck-off sniper rifle railgun thing. God, I hate those tether mines. <laughs> there was there was one point in uh I think in the level right before yeah, right before you have to fight Ash in the campaign. Uh cuz there's a there's a Ronin and a North Star in this little area and I kept getting caught on the North Star. Yep. So the Ronin would come up and nosh me in the face. Yep. Yeah. So I had to do that like six times. Which was, which was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, North Star is the only Titan that can fly. And then, of course, we got the Ronin, who is Electric Sword Boy. Electric Sword Boy. <laughs> It's 
for when you want for when your 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 video game about giant mechs fighting each other just needs to be that little bit more anime. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Um, let's see here. The Scorch Tone North Star. Who are we missing? Uh, Legion at Legion, the very end. Yes, Legion at the very end. That's the last loadout you get in the campaign. You get a giant fuck off chain gun. Uh, everything revolves around your gun. Literally everything. Uh, so you have two firing modes a long range and a short range. You've got a special single shot ability that changes based on which range mode you're in. And you've also got a shield for your gun. And then you're... I forgot to mention, everybody's got an ultimate ability called uh, the Core. And Legion's special ability is called Smart Core. Which means, no matter which fire mode you're in, for the duration of Smart Core, you have unlimited ammo, and it automatically locks onto targets and and shoots them. As long as you're shooting. So it literally gives you aimbot hacks. It, it literally gives you aimbot hacks. You just can't shoot through walls. But if if it's in your sight, if it's in your sight, you can shoot it. Let's see, and then also in multiplayer, there is one Titan loadout that is not present in the campaign, which is the Monarch. Monarch. It's a it's a very fun Titan. It's the only one whose core isn't like a special ability, but rather a, a upgrade system. Like you pick specific upgrades before you go into a match, and then whenever you earn your core, you get you get that upgrade that you chose. Which can be a bit frustrating because titans don't live very long in multiplayer, so you you have to play very cautiously if you want any upgrades. Ah, okay. Okay. So favorite. What's your favorite gun? From. Favorite gun would have to be the flatline. Interesting. Why? Why the flatline? Uh, I've mentioned that just a, 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 aesthetic. Aesthetic. Aesthetically. Yeah. It is the most appealing to me. It does kind of have that uh, rustic wood gun. Thing going on. Uh, it hits pretty hard. Oh yeah, it's it hits pretty hard. Uh, I mean, <laughs> what more do you? Specifically for for the campaign, specifically, Flatline's my go-to. Makes sense. In multiplayer, I use the SMR. Right. As my main because I'm terrible at multiplayer, and so I just spam. The SMR is a rocket machine gun. Yes. So I just spam rockets at people. It's it's awesome. I love it. Um, my pers my personal favorite gun, in both campaign and and multiplayer, is the Mastiff, which which is a shotgun, whose bullets only spread horizontally. There's no vertical spread, only horizontal, which is pretty cool. Besides that, uh, the smart pistol. The smart pistol. Smart pistol is great. 
you get that for a level in the in this in the campaign. Yes, and you feel like a badass when you use it. One shot kill on like any any enemy. Except other in the campaign. Yeah, in the campaign it's a one shot kill, but in uh, in multiplayer it's like three bullets. For it, for uh, enemy grunts, it is one bullet. For specters, two bullets, and for pilots, three. Yeah. And I mean, it's a pistol, so it doesn't do anything to titans. The smart pistol literally—it's it's literally aimbot hack. It allows you to curve bullets wanted style. Yeah. And the crazy thing about the smart pistol is, so it was in Titanfall One as well. In Titanfall Two, it's a boost, so you can only earn it. Uh, like once per Titan, which yes, you have to like actually go out and kill people normally to earn it. Crazy thing is, in Titanfall One, that was a primary weapon. Like you could just have that, and it has been unchanged from Titanfall One. The only difference is it doesn't have as many spare magazines. You get like. You get two. You get two twelve twelve bullet magazines. Yeah, you used to, used to have uh, like eight twelve bullet magazines or something like that. Yeah. Other than that, it is completely unchanged. Let's see here. I don't know. Do you do you have anything else to add? Because I'm. Huh, I zoned out for a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> What was the last thing you said? Uh, I was talking about how the smart pistol has been unchanged since yeah. the first game. Uh, the multiplayer, the multiplayer game modes are super fun. Like you got your standard team deathmatch. Yeah. But then you got that. Uh, then you got bounty. The hunt. one where you, yeah, the bounty hunt. That's my absolute favorite. You you yeah. literally kill uh, other players. You kill like the AI grunts, and you kill like special titans that they drop in with bounties on their heads. To get cash. If someone kills you, you lose half your cash, and every and it's and it's constantly swapping between one side being able to put their cash in the bank, and once you bank the cash, the enemy can't touch it, and whoever like fills up their bank first wins. Yeah. It's a it's a very fun game mode. Um, aside from that, you've got attrition, which is similar to bounty hunt. But it's it's basically just team deathmatch, but with, uh, with with AI grunts. So you can either kill kill enemy players or kill enemy grunts to get score. And team with the highest score at the end wins. Uh, let me think here. And of course, there's the uh, amped hardpoint, which is territory control. It's 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 capture the flag. Well, no, it's well, not no, because there the flag. there is actually capture the flag. Yeah, there it's uh. It's it's ter it's point control. Yeah. Um. Let's see, there's Titan Brawl, or Titan V Titan, whatever it's called. There's the one game where you're only playing in Titans. Everybody deploys in a Titan. Here, there's the game mode that that is just team deathmatch. Live fire, that's that's another one. That's t that's basically team deathmatch, but on a super tiny map. 
with really short rounds. And, yeah, no response. Yeah, no response. Because it, it's kind of a combination of capture the flag and team deathmatch, because if one team doesn't kill the entire enemy team, the, and the entire enemy team, and one of the enemy players has the flag, then the even if the team... The team with the flag wins, or the team that kills everybody first wins. And it's several rounds. It's, it's a lot of fun. The fact that Titanfall 2 came out in 2016? Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, it's 2020 now. The game's multiplayer is still basically going pretty strong. Yeah, there was a dip for a while. 2018-ish. Uh, but... Very recently, it has seen a massive uptick in players, and so I, uh, we're on the, we're in the like South U.S. Uh, on that data center or whatever, and we can get games, in like at most five minutes, and that's like if it's a really slow day. <clears throat> So, this this game is definitely alive, or it's alive as of re this recording. <laughs> yes. Um, and and so it was originally released on just Origin for PC, but it is getting a Steam release very soon, which is very exciting. All I can hope is that uh, players on Steam will be able to play with players on Origin. Yeah, we didn't really cover the uh, history of the game itself. Well, so Respawn, I know, they are the studio that was formed after the debacle created by the development uh, like the the development and the like post launch stuff behind Modern Warfare Two. Yes. It was Activision and I think Infinity Ward screwing over a bunch of people. Like I think Activision screwed over Infinity Ward. Then Infinity Ward decided to let just the shit roll downhill and screw over a bunch of their people. Yeah, pretty much. And so a whole bunch of developers from Infinity Ward who worked on Modern Warfare One and Two. Which, you know, the good ones. Yeah, the really good ones. <laughs> uh, they went off to form Respawn. They like went off They went off the grid for a while. And then they showed back up with, Hey, Titanfall. And everybody went, Holy shit, this looks awesome. And then they played it. And, it, and they were like, Holy shit, this is awesome. Fortunately, it was multiplayer only. That is That was the biggest holding... That was the biggest thing holding Titanfall back. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, the core gameplay is was pretty much the same as in Titanfall 2, just uh, a little, just you know, a little bit different. I mean, having a multiplayer-only uh, campaign is kind of interesting, but it wasn't executed super well. And then, and then of course. One of the big things about Titan about the history of Titanfall 2 is that it released in between two other fir 
the two big first-person shooters. Like, right in between yeah. Call of Duty and Battlefield. Battlefield 1 and Infinite Warfare. Yes. Which is... Uh, which was a bit of a shame. Still plenty of people played it. Um, which you would know if you were on any gaming subreddit at the time, and you saw somebody ugh, talking about uh, you should play Titanfall 2. I, I remember it got to the point where people would come onto the Titanfall subreddit and be like, stop telling people to play Titanfall. We don't care. <laughs> One crazy thing that I was remembering this week uh, about the launch of Titanfall 2 is that yeah. it, ha it had the all-important uh, Doritos and Mountain Dew tie-in. Oh. Yeah, they had a Doritos and Mountain Dew like code contest to like get uh, skins for pilots and weapons and stuff. I, I I think I got them all. I ate a bunch of Doritos, <laughs> so I think I got them all. Did you have the Mountain Dew flavored Doritos though? No, absolutely not. I only I, I only eat spicy nacho Doritos. Those are the only good Doritos. The only good Doritos are the regular nacho cheese kind. Agree to disagree. You know, you know what's really good? What? Those honey barbecue Frito twists. I have... Have I had those? I feel like they I've are, had those. They are weirdly good. The sound, like, it sounds kind of good. It sounds weird, Like, you but eat good. them, and you're like, oh, these are so gross, but you just keep eating them because you can't stop. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I, think, I think that's about it. Uh, for Titanfall 2. I, I can't think of anything uh, else to talk about right now other than to say go play Titanfall 2 I mean yeah uh, Titanfall 2 uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of uh, anything else particularly the campaign uh, campaign was good yeah <laughs> yeah oh what was your what was what are what are your thoughts on Richter? The uh, I think he's I think he's supposed to be Austrian. Richter, uh, the the creep, that creepy Austrian guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Austrian too. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? What are my thoughts? Isn't he the guy who collects human ears? Yes, he's also the one he that's has... just constantly talking. Like he, he'll he'll randomly switch over to German. Yeah, he has souvenirs of human ears, and he talks in that thick accent. <laughs> it's, it's kind of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger-y. Yeah, so Bavarian or Austrian. Uh... <sighs> Bavaro-Austrian? But yeah, I mean, what, what, do you, what do you mean? What are my thoughts on Richter? I don't know. Just... I, I I enjoyed 
the boss fight against you get you get a boss fights against like the entire of the apex uh apex like predators. mercenary groups yeah the apex predators you get to have a boss fight with like each of their members yeah except blisk except except blisk the leader blisk is blisk is too cool to to sit around having boss fights yeah he has people to do that for him <laughs> He's too busy. Uh, he's too busy going up and setting up a battle royale tournament. <laughs> Blisk is also like one of the most lawful evil people on the planet. Very much so. <laughs> that is like here, mild spoiler, or actually, I guess major spoiler for the ending of Titanfall Two here. So just cover your eyes and go na 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 real quick. Uh, <laughs> ears, I mean ears, not eyes. Uh, so at the end, like you, your titan's been destroyed, or all crippled after getting into a boss fight with, like his second command, and then like the the big bad evil guy of like the whole IMC is like you know, uh, Blisk, kill that man, and Blisk is like, but, no, like kill him, He's like yeah. See, the thing is, our contract was to deliver this super weapon to you. That's the super weapon over there. <laughs> I do believe that counts as delivered. I'm out of here. <laughs> he does make sure to uh, give give the protagonist props for being a yeah. badass. <laughs> Bliss, Blisk is really weirdly like the through line of the Titanfall series. He is the one character who has shown up in every game so far. He's shown he was a main character. He was like your mission control in Titanfall 1. Um and then he was one of the main villains of Titanfall 2. And then he went off and made the Apex Legends tournament in Apex Legends. Which let's talk about that real quick. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Apex Legends. Apex Legends. We've played a lot more Apex Legends together than yes then Eli has played Titanfall 2 at all <laughs> yeah probably yeah so Apex Legends is Titanfall but Battle Royale yes it's Titanfall but Battle Royale and no wall running yeah no wall running and no double jumping unfortunately which I get so confused <laughs> when I go to play Apex Legends <laughs> you're like oh it looks you like Titanfall hits the jumps in straight into a wall <laughs> yeah you have no idea how many times i've jumped face first into a wall attempting to wall run it is very frustrating that you don't have the ability to wall run i wish you did that i feel like that would be a lot of fun but i can understand why they don't because that would be very chaotic like just imagine if every if ever just imagine if a uh if a bunch of pilots from a titanfall 2 match were in like the final circle of a uh, Apex match, it would just be gunfire all over the place, and everybody jumping this way and that. So not too different from uh, an actual Apex final circle. I do not like. I I only just realized this after we went and played Titanfall two again, but the the Fire Star. It's literally a shuriken. That, shuriken that turns into thermite. That it, it, it's a it's a it's a magma shuriken basically. Yes. It's awesome. Uh, that's not in Apex Legends. 
It's not? No. Fuck. I, I didn't realize that. There, there's just a regular thermite grenade, which doesn't have the advantage of embedding itself in people's flesh. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. They also don't have the they also don't have the the one that's uh, a shuriken or a throwing star, but a black hole. They got the arc star, which is just an EMP. Yeah, well, they got the arc star, which is literally just the uh, the like shock grenade, arc grenade, whatever it's called from Titanfall Two. But it is. Yeah. I just so it is, but it's a shuriken. Yes. So they kind of like flattened down a whole bunch of the uh, of the ordinances for Apex. And also important is Apex is a uh, it's like a hero shooter type deal. Yes. So so each character has different abilities. It's it's not like PUBG where you all have where where you're all just a hapless idiot uh, parachuting into an island. Uh, you also have. Because uh, it's a hero shooter, you all have your own special abilities. So uh, you, you you can complement each other. Yeah. In a team in a team match, like yeah. Uh, you know you got you know, the character who can just like dispense healing med packs. You got the character who can pop uh, smoke grenades. You got, you got the, the character, character who can uh, create zip lines. Get the character who can deploy poison gas. I love I love caustic so much. <laughs> uh, and then each character has an ultimate, or as I like to call it, the noble phantasm, <laughs> uh, in which you know the gauge slowly fills up over the course of the game, or if you use like drugs to to boost it, and like one person can just call in a massive air strike, another person can. Like, use it to become, like, literally give themselves a one-up, like, so that they can become another person, run out, die, and then respawn. You got one who can literally just call in, like, a bunch of high-tech gear from space. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a battle royale, but it's, it's, it's a good battle royale. Yeah very important part of this is that it's teams only yeah it is teams only so it's either duos or trios no solo and duos duos was a thing that they had to add later in like yeah. they did not launch with duos it took like a year uh, at least a year because it was a it was it started with the valentine's day event yes so yeah it was a, like a year before they got yeah. duos yeah before they like made that a permanent part of the game which duos are a lot of fun because it means that we can play together without burdening some other player or forcing them to carry us. <laughs> like, we're okay at the game. We'll, we regularly get into the top ten, at least, and sometimes the top five. We never win. We know, we've, we've gotten one win, ever. But that was... That was in a trios match. <laughs> that was in a trios match with some random who carried us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we've we've never got we've never gotten a duos win on our own power. We have never earned a win. Which is a shame. I mean, I've gotten wins before, but again, I got carried. <laughs> I've never won a match from 
for my team. <laughs> but yeah, so Apex is a is the the spin-off of, uh, of Titanfall 2. 2. And we are eagerly awaiting waiting Titanfall 3. Yes. It it'll probably never come. But... Not with that attitude. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... That's pretty much it, as far as Titanfall is concerned. It's a really good game. You should go play it. Yeah. And also Apex, obviously. Obviously. Apex is also free, so. Yes, that is that is important. Titanfall costs money. Apex is free. Go play. Go play Apex if you can't afford Titanfall. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be back to uh, we'll be doing a recap next episode. Next so episode. So wa watch out for that. Um, I will figure out because I will be doing the recap and I will figure out <laughs> what I will be recapping. <laughs> should be should be exciting. No, I, I don't I don't want to mention the space pirate anime yet. No, 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 no. We have to keep that a secret until... Yeah, until we're done with it. <laughs> that. I have been listening to the the, to the opening. <laughs> for... Why? I can't, I can't stop. Next time we do a miscellaneous episode, we gotta talk about why do old anime have such catchy theme songs? Because <laughs> it's, it's seriously weirdly common uh, well I think that's about it don't think I have anything else to talk about do you have anything else to talk about I don't think I have anything else to talk about I talked about Evil Dead right yes uh, I guess I guess I'll I guess I'll talk about Evil Dead a little bit more um, <laughs> okay sure I just want to talk about how because it's it's a horror movie yeah but it's not. It's the type of horror that I like. It's it's the it's, it's. I guess I wouldn't call it action horror. I wouldn't say this is specifically part of the action horror genre. But it's basically action horror, where. Yeah, you have crazy monsters in this place. You have the Necronomicon. Although they never actually call it the Necronomicon in the first movie. It's just the Book of the Dead. Interesting. Uh, that, you know, it's turning the guy's friends into demons, and it's, like, possessing the forest, and the trees are coming alive, and it will murder them if they try and escape. Fun. But you can fight. Like, you can fight back. And he does. And, spoiler alert, I mean, I don't, spoiler alert, I mean, this is movie one in a three-movie franchise. <laughs> Three movies and a TV series. <laughs> Six seasons so, of a movie. <laughs> or three movies and a TV series. <laughs> uh, so, you know, you can, you know, he survives, but he, yeah, he fights back. He, he, he fights the, his demon off his friends. One of them gets chopped up into pieces. Another one, he blows their skull off with a shotgun. Of course, that doesn't kill them. Of course. He's about to cut up his girlfriend with a chainsaw. 
uh, before he decides he can't go through with it. And eventually, in the very end, like they're like tearing into his legs and stabbing him in the back with a fireplace poker. And he manages to throw the Book of the Dead into the fireplace and destroy it. And then it's like, you know those high-speed those those high speed footage shots of, like, mold growing? Yeah. That but an entire human bo- person's body decaying oh. into nothingness. Oh, that's horrifying. Yeah, this thing does not skimp on, like, the blood. <laughs> the guy literally gets covered completely head-to-toe in blood multiple times throughout the film. Nice. <laughs> it's Bruce Campbell. Young Bruce Campbell. Alright. Good stuff. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not particularly scary. Uh, there was one jump scare that got me. Mm. But that's a jump scare. That doesn't count. Yeah. But, uh... <sighs> it's not scary, but it's a, it's a fun movie. Uh, the other movies decided to lay heavily into the camp factor... Which was pretty much a good decision on their part, actually. <laughs> Just like, it's a 1980, it's an early 1980s horror movie. Of course it's campy. Yeah. So the sequels should be more campy, right? Fair enough. <laughs> That's really all I got to say about uh, Evil Dead. Okay. Good, good, good. Alright. Well, uh, yep, that's pretty much it for this, uh, for this episode. So this has been Anime Stroganoff. I am Eli. And I am Lilith. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Oh, and don't forget to go check out our Discord server. Oh yeah, Discord server. Of course. Of course. Of course. Check out the Discord server.